Hello, you wonderful beings. It's Tuesday, October 3rd, and we're here to talk sports. Sports. Sam's always late. And this is going to be a running joke, and you did not. (laughs) And we will do this every Tuesday. Um, So today is is a very, very interesting day, Sam. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, Some weird stuff going on with football in general, uh, from starting with the Chandler Jones situation. And I, I, I'm, I'm not making light of the situation cause I'm definitely going to be serious when we talk about it, but it always seems like something is going on with the Jones brothers. And there's three of them. If you don't know, John Bones Jones and UFC, you got Chris Jones who are the chiefs and you got Chandler Jones, uh, who was formerly of the Raiders, but we'll get into that. Uh, very interesting situation going on there. Matt got benched. I'm sure you have a lot to say about it. I know I have a lot to say about it. Um, And some real fun stuff, too. You know, we had the Toy Story broadcast, which I watched a good amount of that, which was very, very cool to to see. I I really feel that we need more of that. That's all I'm going to say. Whether it's that or it's something else that's comparable, it makes sense because it's one of their biggest... Uh, sellers ever so I, I did you get to watch any of it i mean we'll dive more into it but did you get to watch any of it uh, i just where... love that we're starting the podcast with chandler jones mac mac jones and toy story yeah, yeah. i mean what else on the internet you or on the the podcast so you're gonna find that yeah my kid i'll i'll show you a picture my kids loved it good like, good and my daughter is almost two she doesn't know what's going on my mm-hmm. son doesn't really know what's a lot about football but they they love toy story and uh, I mean, it's were, a great, it's a great movie. Engaged. It did what it was supposed to do. Exactly, it was a little exactly. glitchy, uh, but it was really, it was a really cool vibe. And it's only like the beginning of this, like augmented, like tr- you know, like mirroring real life and in, in this like you know different world environment, the Toy Story uh, universe, if you will. I'm sure it's only the beginning, right? You could. It, it was hard for you to find well. your words there to explain that, huh? Yeah, you know, I, again, I didn't. Didn't think too much about Toy Story going into uh, this pod, but here we are. No, it was fun. Uh, kudos, Disney. That was cool. Yes, absolutely. Kudos, to Disney. And we'll get into that. We have our used to be called winners and losers, but it's dubs as in W's and L's. Uh, no need to call anybody losers uh, because they are professional athletes that it's make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And uh, they are some of the elite, elite, elite of the elite. Uh, when it comes to that. So, I mean, they're not really losers. Yes, technically somebody has to win and lose. Uh, I, I'm not going to get too crazy into that, but, you know, you know, that's what that. My power rankings, which Sam is going to critique it and make some crazy face, I'm sure of it. Uh, it is definitely not the same as last week. It has changed every week thus far, and I have a funny feeling that it might start to solidify week six. What's your What's your guesstimation right now? I think we're getting pretty close. I have some questions. Okay. Um, I got some like answers. Week, I have a little, I'm a little more, uh, I have a little more uh, oomph behind it today. Like a little more like seriously. So we'll get to that too. Okay. I, I like yeah, to hear what this is going to be. Um, we'll, we'll go through our picks. Sam some, somehow, some way has closed the gap. I don't like it, but we'll 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 change that and then we'll get our picks for week five as well too along with some college football nba uh huge trade in nba dame dollar my guy what happened 
Uh, it finally happened, but not to the place that we thought it was going to happen no. to. Um, and a trade that I did call that was going to happen, but I didn't say it with you. I said it with a buddy of mine. Uh, trades that didn't happen. We have the MLB playoffs starting wild card. It is starting. Wild card starts today Tomorrow. when they hear this. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. See, Sam, stay, stay with me. Uh, and, uh, Colorado and USC, I didn't get to watch the game because I was working the game at Marist at that point in time. So I was working their football game, and I didn't get to watch it, and they had no uh, service, so I couldn't actually see the score. So Dame and I were yeah. trying so hard to keep up with the score and see what happened, but I will be watching that uh, this week to see what happened in that whole game in totality. Did you watch any of the game? I watched – more of this game than I'd like to um, say because I watched the wrong part of it. Oh. I watched way too much of like the first three, two and a half quarters of this game. And uh, and then I didn't watch it anymore because I had other things to do. And I missed all the fun. You missed the best part. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, we'll, we'll get into I, it. At least you saw some of it live. I didn't, but I'll, I'll watch it anyway. But let's just dive into it, Sam. Uh, start at the top. Uh, where I said this, there's a very strange situation that's going on, and and I say this very lightly, and I'm sending love to Chandler Jones and the Jones family. Uh, Sam, Sam and I kind of shared text with each other. We didn't really talk about it too much at first, and I don't. I'm still, to be fair, I still don't think we really talked about it in in the full extent that we could have and should have. But um, it's just been a really, really weird situation. It was. All of a sudden, he was not showing up to the facility. Then he was apparently locked out of the facility on some Jamal Adams type stuff, uh, <laughs> locked out of the facility. And then away from the team, the team said he's going to be away, didn't really disclose any information. So we kind of started scratching our head, right? And then next thing you find out is he got arrested, didn't know why he got arrested. There was no details find out that he stole stuff from his ex-girl's house that he has she has a restraining order against him and now the raiders have uh released him and he's no longer with the raiders at this point in time but also prior to that he was on twitter now known as x uh tweeting some crazy stuff to the point that he said that he tweeted ab Antonio Brown and said we should do a CTE podcast. Well, I didn't I, see. I this is the part of the whole story that I wasn't yeah. paying attention to. Yeah, he so what, he got yeah. into this real like dark place and was like, yeah, we should do a CTE podcast and we'll talk about all the crazy stuff. He also okay. had on his live uh, that uh, what's what's the coach there? McDaniel's Josh McDaniel's Josh right. McDaniels, yep said that he killed Aaron Hernandez. Uh yeah, it just it was just a really weird roller coaster and mm. I just hope cuz something's not right. You can yeah, clearly, clearly tell something's not right and I hope he gets whatever attention, love and affection that he needs at this point in time uh because it it's it's clear to me that he needs it. So, not to really again, yeah, I I co-signed all of that. The guy you know i hope he gets the attention and and help he needs he was saying that mcdaniel said he killed aaron hernandez or no hernandez no, no, was, no he he or, accused yeah, aaron he, Hernan- okay go he ahead. accused go ahead. mcdaniels of 
killing Andrew, Aaron Hernandez. Okay. So, and then it, it goes back to a couple of podcasts. Um, I'm athlete said something about uh, a while back that they don't believe that Aaron Hernandez took his own life. And some people have ran with that and it's still kind of okay. around that, but he brought it to, to that. I'm, I'm, I've saw people, some people saying, and obviously we're not here to speculate. We're just yeah, that's, trying to give that's you guys all the information, but uh, some people were saying this is just, he just really wanted out of, the Raiders, which didn't really make sense because him and Crosby were great together. Um, I just don't know what is really, really going on. But yeah, that was that was a part of it. He just said that McDaniels was the one that killed Aaron Hernandez and he didn't take his own life. So yeah, it okay. got it got really gotcha. dark, really, really weird. Um again, I he he may be having an episode. I don't want to speculate, but it's just not it's just not something's really, really off. Just, just from the eye test, something's really, really off. And I hope whatever it is, he gets it corrected. I, I want the mental health obviously first, Sam, but uh, I would love to see the guy play. He's a monster when he's on the field, like an absolute monster on the field. So I would love to see him get back to it. But first things first, let's take care of that mental health and get him where he, he needs to get to. Yeah, it's a that's a strange situation again as i mentioned like i haven't really been following it closely i saw the whole like him getting locked out of um you know the complex and and all mm-hmm. of that but and i heard rumblings and you sent me some some tweets or some x's whatever they're called now and we've talked kind of talked about it but i wasn't really paying too much of attention and i know mm-hmm. he got cut and i saw the the restraining order so i guess maybe that's maybe i am caught up now i'm all caught up you are caught up again now. You know, football, it seems like in, in situations like this, football is not the important thing here. So it's not at all. Know, not uh, at hopefully all. he gets a, that help. It's an insanely talented family, and he it still is. has It really, really is, man. I mean, just yeah. think about that. You have one of the greatest fighters in UFC history, and, and, is, and in my opinion, yeah. is the greatest fighter of all time, period. You have one of the best Lyman, defensive lineman, and his and his brother Chris Jones, and he is one of the best defensive ends. So they they are just uber talented. It, it's crazy. Like I to Mister and Mrs. Jones, you got some great genes. <laughs> you got some great genes. You created some some legendary individual, uh, and and that's just this is wild. I hope when I have the opportunity, I create legends. Sam, that's just saying. There you go. Create legends. One day, uh, who, who a guy that's not going to be a legend, Sam, uh, and I can tell you that hands down is Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, he plays for a legendary coach, uh, but I don't know how much longer he's going to be starting for a legendary coach. He was benched uh, on on Sunday in the third quarter against the Cowboys. Uh, for Zappy. What happened? Mac Jones. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, yeah, you got it. <laughs> he uh, he was benched uh, for Zappi for throwing multiple picks, literally doing the quarterback taboo of throwing across your body, which you're told not to do. Uh, and he made the Cowboys look like what they were prior to that Arizona game. Now, talking about the Cowboys is a whole nother situation and definitely be safe for another time, but... Sam, I, I tweeted that I believe Mac Jones is it will be a great backup quarterback because that's all I see him as. Um, 
I don't see him as being a guy that is the number one guy for much longer. Uh, when he came out of college, I never really thought he was going to be that guy. Uh, yeah, and he def- definitely questioned when he came out of college too. And here we are not being that guy, not, not taking those steps that need to do it. And I, and, and to be fair to him, he definitely lost a year last year with whatever was going on with, we have two offensive coordinators for two people that shouldn't have done it at all. Um, so now I, I I don't know where they go from here because at this point they have a really good defense. Um, Christian Gonzalez is a beast. <laughs> so they left the I, game. I, 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 yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know where they go from here, Sam. So my question, I guess, to you and 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 to share this along with your thoughts on the whole situation, should they at this point in time just kind of just take a major L and just ride it out and try to be in the sweepstakes for Caleb or try to get to the point of getting one of these decent quarterbacks that are going to come out uh, in this draft. It's, it's weird. Cause we've never, you know, at least in our adult lives, right. Mm-hmm. Or Bill Belichick with the Patriots, you know, I don't remember his tenure with the Browns at all, yeah. just from, you know, stories and articles and records and stuff, but we've never seen this. I mean, this is the third straight year the Patriots have started one and three. I don't think Tank is in the lexicon of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I so so I think there's a major hurdle there. Mm-hmm. It seems like they had more. They had a little bit more when when Zappy was was out there last year. I know he struggled, and again, he he didn't have the pedigree, if you will, that Mac Jones does coming from a you know a major school and you know having superior coaching and talent around him and you know playing in title games and and stuff like that but it seemed like the offense moved a little bit more uh you know i'm i'm kind of happy it's here i mean it's ironic that like and this isn't like me hating on the patriots it's kind of okay. like it's just like i don't think mac was anything special the same thoughts you did i didn't think so then i don't think so now i think like it's really easy to throw zach wilson and and trey lance under the bus for this draft class but you know mac jones is is right there they uh again third year in a row starting one and three and they have 55 points in their last four games that's the lowest since 2000 And they've gone scoreless in their last 10 drives of the game. Mm -hmm. Basically, after the first drive of the game yesterday against the Cowboys, and again, an elite defense, they they showed that, you know, they they came back, um, you know, losing digs is is hard. Gilmore got uh, exposed the last couple weeks. We talked about it. But they they played right into the Cowboys' hands, really opportunistic defense. And, And you're behind. You can't score points. In no. this league, your defense Michael, can only do so much. Michael yeah. went down at one point in this game. Michael yeah. was down at one point in this game, and they still could not take advantage of it. I, I don't. There's, there's been a lot of great college quarterbacks, and I wouldn't even put Mac Jones in that conversation either, right? We had Watson saw Tim Tebow be great in college, and he's considered to be arguably one of the the greatest quarterback, and at one point in time, the greatest quarterback in college. I think Caleb Williams absolutely demolishes that, um, but. That's a whole other topic, but I never thought he was going to be that 
guy. Still don't think he's going to be that guy. And and also, he's not a beloved player in the league. And I don't mean for the fans. I'm sure in Foxborough, they love their guy. That's their guy or whatever. But a lot of players in the league do not like Mac Jones because he does a lot of dirty stuff. He's the Grayson Allen of the NFL. <laughs> He, he is the Grayson Allen of the NFL. Uh, that's I. The NFL ruled that they didn't see anything between the sauce uh, right. interaction with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what tape they're looking at. Again, I don't either. Because they love sauce partner here. Yeah, but like, what what's going on there? Again, yeah. Uh, Mac Jones isn't destined to be a starter in this league. I think yeah. he'll end up having if he has a longer career. It's going to be like Mitchell Trubisky, right? He's backing up. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, hopefully he hasn't torn his ACL, but had a had a knee injury there. He's he's gonna get some run. That's probably yeah. what is in the future of Mac Jones. I'm I'm sure that they're looking at quarterbacks, whether it's Drake May, if they don't, you know, land a the number one overall pick or, or whoever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it's probably going to be time by the end of the year. I think three years is is enough and we've talked about this a lot with belichick he just they take a lot of they like their certain guys they take a lot of gambles they take a lot of quote what like the media or these inside nfl draft insiders would say are reaches Mm -hmm. and some of them are like they get these gems out of like mid-major schools and it's like oh man that that guard they drafted and um there's a defensive back from like a smaller school dugger like where'd that come from right but for every one of these picks, they're just a ton of whiffs. They've whiffed so many times yeah. on tight end, yeah. wide receiver. Um, so I, I don't want to say, like, who's Mac playing with, you know. And it, he's gotten the the luxury of having basically no one give him crap about last year because of the incompetence or what we assume is incompetence at the offensive coordinator position. And now it's kind of like, is it incompetence or is it just – Poor quarterback. Last year, I'll just chalk it up and just say it is what it is because that was just uh, that was just terrible. But uh, prior to that, and this year, it's on you, Mac. I don't I don't really care what anybody else says. And then also, when is when is Bill going to win without Tom? Because his record show prior to Tom didn't do too great. During Tom, did well. After Tom, didn't do too great. So I understand that. Bill Belichick is a mastermind. He's won multiple rings. He's done all this. But I need to see something post-Tom Brady because at this point, I do, I feel, that his legacy is going to always be in question if he doesn't get his team at least into the playoffs in a deep run into the playoffs because he hasn't even done that without Tom. Tom's left and won a Super Bowl, right? Yes, he went to a team that essentially was – ready to go and it was bubbling ready to get to that point but you still even with that said we've watched plenty of teams that had those pieces and never get to that point right right yeah so put it together so it's i need to see something from bill i need to see one of bill's teams do something because i haven't seen anything yet that's yeah that's a good point and i mean I'm not going to we're not we're both not sitting here bashing bat like totally bashing Bill Belichick no. six Super Bowl or seven Super Bowls like absolutely it, no six Super Bowls it's insane like that's that's wild and and there's relationships between Hall of Fame head coaches and quarterbacks they need each other it's yeah. just it's part of the conversation Bill Bel- uh Tom has won this 
battle, right? Like in the public perception. And even though a lot of people don't love, love Tom Brady, he's mm-hmm. much more easy, easier to like than Belichick, even though yeah. Belichick can be, can have a personality, can be funny. And he, when he's talking about football, it, you just, I just sit there like, wow. But he doesn't get to do that a lot, nor does he want to do that a lot. No, so, he definitely doesn't want to do it. And that that's very, very clear. Um, this is but, the biggest loss of his career. 38 to 3, right? Or something along those lines. Largest margin ever. He can't be happy. Uh, he uh, None of this can make him happy. And I'm, I'm sure there's going to be uh, a lot of changes going into this week. I don't know who they play next week. Well, but. I don't care if Bill's happy or not. You know what? I was happy I about either. him. I was happy about Toy Story on Sunday with Jacksonville and who are they playing again? It doesn't matter who they're playing against. It was the Falcons, but still, um, <laughs> um, seeing B. John Robinson do the cut that he did as a animated character, yeah. which if they had chips in the jerseys, uh, that was giving real life feed to that. Yes, it was glitchy and stuff like that. It's the first time they're doing something. Uh, if you grew up playing video games like me, you're used to glitchy damn things anyway. Um, I literally have a game right now, Sam, that I can play for like 10 minutes and then it just shuts down and sometimes shuts down my whole entire Xbox. I won't say the name of it, <laughs> Starfield. Um, anyway, uh, what is what was great about it is seeing that when these guys took off, and seeing the frame that would come up behind them, the claw that would that would come down and place the ball yeah, going from slinky, there. You had like the, yeah, dog slinky, you know, yep. markers. Yeah, they put Dan Orlovsky yeah. in there. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it started glitchy, mm-hmm. but it got better. It definitely it did. Got better. It did. It did. Yeah. It, I it, Harrison and Dame. I sent it to them because I knew they weren't watching it at that point in time, and I said to them, and, and they made a great point. They said, "Why does this move smoother than Madden?" And it. Clearly did, and it was so crazy that it looked like that, and it it moved like that. It was it was mind blowing. But I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will tell you this right now. For those that don't watch football, it was a very interesting conversation. I'm talking very specifically about my girlfriend because I shared this with her, and she was like, "But I don't understand why they needed to do this. Like, who asked for Toy Story to be it?" I was like, "That's a valid point, but you're missing the biggest part here." Is their own is on ESPN plus yeah. it was on Disney plus Sam yeah. showing his kids watching it, which is amazing. And it was for the kids. It was to get the next generation of kids to be suckered in, essentially lured in and be like, Hey, listen, you can watch it this way and you can learn the bases going up. I wouldn't even be surprised if they eventually put something like this in school. Sam, Dude, that, that Nickelodeon show that they do. Oh, yes. Um, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of, uh, you know, I don't know how you learned about football. I learned playing Madden, like the rules I of did. football. And I, I, it was the Eddie George one. I don't remember what year that was, but yeah. that was when I like went headfirst into like really loving football mm-hmm. and just learning a lot of the nuances aside from the, the general rule. And you know, how, how old was I like 12? So like, you know, just to have that outlet, that's, it's pretty cool. And, and I'm sure they got a handful the, you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids interested in, in football. And again, to your point, that's what it's all about. And, it, and it's a London game at 930 in the morning, exclusively on ESPN Plus. Yeah, like, yeah. Kudos to NFL for letting this happen, too. Um, it got some great ratings. Cool. It got some great yeah. talk about it. People enjoyed it. Also, that Madden was Madden 2001. Okay. Uh, yep. 
So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to see more. I mean, now they can do, they did Toy Story to start off. They have so many that they can do, like great Disney movies that they can do, uh, Pixar, and put out there to get the kids more into it. Um, I hope they just continue to do something fresh. Like, I would, I would thoroughly enjoy to see, like, for me, because I would just nerd out for it. I would enjoy seeing like a, a Pokemon or like a Ninja Turtle one. I'd be all game for it, Sam. I'd be right there just watching yeah, I mean, that whole thing. CBS has the rights to all the turtle stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking Disney, ESPN. They have the MCU, Star Wars. Yep. Like, again, you could place it into a situation where you use everyone like a if they didn't Wreck-It Ra- that Wreck-It Ralph movie, right? And they have all that like all the different worlds colliding mm. like that's cool you so could have just stopped at mcu like, you could have just stopped right at mcu because yeah, there's so just, much that they could crazy. do with mcu it's crazy that whoo yeah okay so sam yeah, let's, really let's talk some football really we were the winners um we on sunday uh so let's get into uh which was known as winners and losers but it's dubs and w's and l's and uh we got a few that we're just gonna talk through here uh sam and i both see one of one of the winners of this weekend as as the bills uh and and they were on they're on my list uh last week they are on my list this week just to to foreshadow uh but i i what they did to the dolphins coming in after putting up 70 on on the broncos and putting up almost 50 on the dolphins josh allen playing probably one of the smoothest games I've seen him play. Diggs, three touchdowns. Uh, Hamlin comes back, which was a huge, huge moment. Huge to see, and I love to see that. Uh, but then they had some some major injuries, which I didn't like, um, and I'm sending love to Trey White for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. He seems to be an Achilles brother with me now. Um, I'm calling all these. There's been too many Achilles injuries so so far. And I don't know the yep. quarterback Not- for... Not a fan no, of it. Not gonna name. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, they rough. they punched the Dolphins in the mouth and they said, "Yeah, that's cool. We we saw that you put this up against the Broncos, but you remember you have to play us twice a year, and we're not a pushover. And Josh, you're gonna have to Josh see Allen's ten and two against Miami. That's wild. That's Something so wild. Overlook when the when the Miami puts up seventy, as you mentioned. Yeah. you kind of don't look at Sean McDermott knows how to play this team. Mm-hmm. And this, again, I, I heard this stat last night listening to a podcast. Um, teams are one in six after scoring 60 points the week before. So the letdown is here. Again, something you don't even think about when your team scores 70 points. Yeah. Um, but the Buffalo was ready, not in their house kind of thing. They're really impressive. You brought up Allen, too. Perfect passer rating. Uh, he had the same amount of passing touchdowns as incompletions. four and he ran one in two and then there's some crazy stats where like this is the third time he's had four passing tds and a rushing one that's tied with aaron Rodgers for second all time only one behind drew Brees. he's gonna he's gonna get that and the last time someone had that many touchdowns and a perfect rating was aaron Rodgers in 2019 like all you know we we sat here and does and he owned it too uh after week one this is on me. I got to get better. We need to play better. It starts with me. What 
a, le- a franchise quarterback is supposed to say yeah. when you throw three picks of the same yeah. team and you lose on a fluke. I love Xavier Gibson. He's going to be, I think he's going to be a good talent in this league, but it was a fluke way to win an overtime game for the Jets. Yeah, a on win, an emotional a win. night. A win's a win. And yeah, and we and we crushed the Bills for it. And here they are. They've beaten the last three teams by 28 points. Yeah, yeah. well, that's fine. And I mean, they, it, but to be fair, Sam, they, we've seen this story before. Yeah. We've, seen, we've right. seen the we Bills punch too. teams in the mouth left and right, and they've done nothing. But the way that the Bengals are playing, uh, they are probably waking up like these guys aren't where they need to be. So yeah. we need to take advantage of this now and get a good lead, good distance, because we don't know what they're going to be. And that's been essentially their Achilles heel since uh, Burrow has come there, right? That's been the person that has literally stopped them from getting to the next part or, or just saying like, you know, basically gatekeeping that, that conference championship. So now they have an opportunity. The door's wide open. Like this is your time until the, the Bengals figure it out. Hello, wake up and do what you got to do. Cause if you don't, this is on you again. So, I mean, he did, to your point, he did fess up. Uh, he, he he took took the blame. Hey, it's on me. And that's great. But but as I yeah. said on numerous occasions, Josh Allen can play you into a game and he can play you out of a game. So he's recently been playing them into a game and gaming everybody. Let's see if this this continues from from that point. Um, Sam, I hate to admit this uh, because of who's leading the team. Uh, I know when I, yeah. Yeah, but, that. but your truth. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't he didn't leave the team last week. I'll just say that he, he tried to, but it didn't work. Uh, but Baker Mayfield, you're having a resurgence, buddy. And uh, I don't know what type of Kool Aid you're drinking down there in Tampa. I don't know what's gotten into you, but whatever it is, keep TB doing twelve. It. <laughs> it's something in the water. Um, he is playing out of his mind right now. And Mike Evans, too, looks like, I yeah. mean, continues to just, you know. And that defense, you know, nobody, yeah. talk, nobody talked about this team. Now, I don't. I no, can we, left them, we left them for dead, man. I did. It's a couple teams that we left for dead, and they were out here just like, yeah. well, wake up. It's, we'll it's us. Um, but, yeah, that defense is still that hard-nosed defense that will punch you in your mouth and say, hey, listen, you're in for a long game. You're in for a long game. I don't care what's going on. And having their receiving core healthy, which is has not been something that they've had in years, um, that is a huge plus. Uh, the the catch that Evans made last week against my birds was wild. Like what he what he was doing and what he continues to do. Um, he was talked about for a good amount, obviously when Tom was there, but prior to that, it wasn't talked about enough. Post that, still not talked about enough. No, and and every time he goes against the Saints, he always he he essentially owns Lattimore, which is crazy to say because he's one of the best corners. It, it didn't start out that way. No, of course it didn't start out that way. For yeah, years. yeah, yep. But, but now, now he's got his yeah. number. Yeah. So and what is it like? Seven straight years of a thousand receiving yards or something like that. Is, that's going into this year. So, I, I did yeah. see something real quick. I did see something. I think it was uh. I think it was uh, Samantha Ponder said it, but uh, his teammate said that anytime they play the Saints, 
they look for Mike Evans after every play to make sure that he's not going after Lattimore because they <laughs> yeah. really don't. He really does not like him at all. That's so smart, man. They, they say yeah. that after every play, they 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 look for Mike ever after every play. So that was very interesting and funny to me. But I think that was the first game with Brady as as a Buck. They they were in New oh, Orleans. Yeah, and yeah. just you know, you got to watch out for that. But yeah. They're doing it too without like a consistent run game. Like uh, Rashad White is not. I like I like him as a talent and coming mm-hmm. out of the draft too. And that line is still suspect. They're keeping Baker upright and he's he's getting rid of the football quickly. Two, yes, yes. Three touchdowns, two forty six last week, and mm-hmm. you brought up the defense. Three turnovers that led to ten points. That's how the you ball. win football games when you're not like, you know. That's how defense wins football games, especially mm-hmm. when you don't have a, you know, the the elite elite quarterback. Correct. And correct. No one. We're not anointing Baker Baker here. He's got a long way. But uh, yeah, that's not I, we left him for dead a long time ago, and he played well once he got to the Rams, and you know it's carrying on. Especially, did you think we'd be talking about this in week four no. after the training camp that him and Kyle Trask had? I was embarrassed talking about him at all. In general, yeah. If anything, I I was talking about like L's that they'd be catching, but no, clearly not. Look, I'm not ready. Again, I'm not. You know, do they have a this this division's bad? Uh, Someone's got to win it. It looks Uh, like them. Yeah, and and they're in the driver's seat right now, and you know, it's just keep it going. They know how to, you know, they know how to win games in Tampa. So, yeah, surprising. And I can't believe I'm kind of rooting for it too. It's kind of it's weird. Hey, it happens. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So uh, keep it going, though. How about a team that is just on fire? One of the only undefeated teams left. Uh, this team and your birds, 49ers. Uh, just I don't know what what to say. Purdy had a, a great game. Ayuk uh, had a great game, but then there was CMC. He entered week four rushing leader and the total scrimmage uh, yard leader. He had 106 on the ground, three rushing touchdowns, 71 yards in the air, and another touchdown. That's like, uh, they're just historic streak here. Um, I don't, they haven't lost a game since he became a 49er, except for that um, in the, uh, the championship game when well, Purdy got hurt. But Aside before you that. continue, you just said streak. Do you know you know what he did in that game on Sunday? Yeah, he beat or Jerry Rice's record for thirteen consecutive okay. games. That's with a uh, touchdown. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And again, to that one loss since he became a 49er, and that was mm-hmm. that uh game against the Eagles where we both will admit that if Purdy was healthy, it would be much more of a game. Much more of a game. Um, he was healthy when he went to that game. Let's make sure that's very, very clear. He was healthy before he went to that game. He didn't leave that game healthy. Well, I mean, we're not. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to point for the malicious defense front seven that you guys have? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I want all that credit. Absolutely. And Jalen Carter, man. Anyway, but yeah, (laughs) Niners. Great. Uh, they, they look unstoppable. They're, they're the the best team in the NFL, and there's a lot of other teams in that conversation. But I I think they uh they're at the top of the mountain right now. Um, to be fair, to be fair, outs 
and and all the people that they played, there's only one team that stands out to me that I think is going to be around at the end that they beat. And that's the Rams because they have been surprising the hell out of me. Um, that's surprising you say that too. Uh, yeah. Cause the Rams, they, I didn't see the Rams doing what they were going to do. They, they were like the bucks to me. I definitely left them for dead too. But yeah. outside of the Rams, who have they really played? Now this Sunday, who they're going to play if they win this game, then I'm going to be like, okay, they're the Sunday real deal. Football against the Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's going Cowboys. to be the real deal seeing what they do from there because they really haven't played anybody. That's what I feel. And I feel I'm the sorry, same in San Fran. There you go. Sorry. I sorry. feel the same way about uh, my birds. They really haven't played anybody, but they've playing close games. See, the thing is right now, I feel that the Niners are at top peak, right? They're, they're at the highest point right now. Their team is running on all cylinders, which is great because you're going to win games early and you're going to continue to do that. But it's, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? So for me, if, if this was my birds, which are four and oh, right. I don't like the way that they're winning. I, I don't, but it's no. still, no, it still not. builds grit. It builds that, that exterior to toughness, which I like for later on. So when those times get tough, we'll see what happens, right? This is going to be for me, what's going to happen to them on Sunday is going to be a true test of that, but I think they're going to pass the test, which we'll get to for sure. But, but man, uh, I, can we give a round of applause to like Brock Purdy in general? Because this kid, he was a person that nobody believed in. Everybody in the league passed him multiple times, including the Niners. And this kid has been one of, he hasn't, he's only lost one game to your point. Right. And that was, due to injury or whatever the case where he yes, needed Tommy John surgery still came in to run the ball. Correct. Or to hand Correct. The ball yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couldn't do too much. Uh, but this kid, when he is healthy, this team is running on all cylinders and he's what honestly to me, like he hasn't, he makes all the right passes and doesn't put them into a predicament. Like he manages the game. Well, like he's what they wanted Jimmy G to be right. Yeah, but the problem is with right. Jimmy G, he throws the ball to the other team too often. Um, and Brock doesn't. He's very accurate. He takes what's given to him. He doesn't really do too much. There's not, they're not really a big play team outside of, hey, I'm giving it to you because I know you are the athlete here and you're the talent. Yeah, you the yak game is, yeah, yards after, you got Debo Ayuk mm-hmm. again quietly having a huge year. For sure. And, and of course, you know, CMC doing what he does and a great line. But you dump the ball off to your guys, you let them take care of business, and then you have a defense that you could put up with, especially that front, that front seven of that defense up with mm-hmm. you know the best in the league. So yeah, they're they're they've reached, they're clicking, they're efficient, they're at all full cylinder as you as you mentioned. I think your Eagles will I they'll get there. There's oh, they're waking up. There. Yeah. They're waking up. <laughs> no, you, you don't want them to to win, you know, in overtime and gave up the, you know, a touchdown and with regulation ending. You don't want yeah. that to happen, but they've won the game. Yeah, and absolutely. It's about winning the game here. So, yeah, but I, I think, uh, you Keep know. the main thing, the main thing. Yeah, so kudos to Shanahan, and he finally, you know, got his quarterback. And um, just to think you trade all those draft picks and you draft <laughs> Trey Lance third yeah. overall. And 
Sam Darnold's a backup to Mr. Irrelevant, and this team has lost one game. And it was it was a big game, but again, he needed Tommy John surgery. So I, I still don't think they kudos. that uh Shanahan and Lynch don't I still don't think they, they don't get enough shit for oh what they did with Trey Lance. But see, you know, the the great thing that that happened for them is they did all that with Trey Lance and then they end up getting a guy that nobody cared about and yeah. nobody was like so it's kinda it's like it, it's weird how that happens. Um but okay. what's weird uh is how I told Sam to Give a kid some time to be patient with a young man because this young man has talent. And I said to Sam that this young man can be something and will be if he has the right things around him and they let him play his game. Well, Sam, who the hell am I talking about? I, don't I, like I don't Go ahead. You know exactly who the hell I'm talking about. It's Zach Wilson. What? Okay. Yeah, no, no, what? You ain't stone cold. It's Zach Wilson, Okay. <laughs> I am very, very proud. He played of, really well of him, and I, I don't even want to talk about the play yet and what he did on Sunday night in prime time. I want to talk about his mental, his mental fortitude, because this young man had Broadway Joe saying that yeah, he wanted to go on. talk about that. Said he want Broadway Joe came out and flat out said he's seen enough. He wants him going, and he doesn't talk crazy about players like that. But when he says stuff, they listen. The fan base listens. Uh, Fireman, Fireman Ed. So Can you write him off too? I, I don't listen to a damn thing Fireman Ed has to say. Fireman Ed, after the last game in his car driving, which somebody should tell him he probably shouldn't do a video live video while he's driving. I don't know if he was a passenger or not, but whatever. The car was moving. Uh, he flat out said that this is the worst, essentially, that they need need to get rid of him. Is it wrong, though? I mean, listen, eh? you've been, you've been uh-huh. much more patient with him than I have. Of course, but you're I a fan like, of the team. Yeah. I know, but I feel like I've given him enough of a leash, right? Uh, okay, Thanksgiving no. last year, where, you know, he made mistakes on the field and off the field in a press conference. And yeah, I, we both buried him. I buried him. And what have I said the whole time, though? I don't want anyone else under center right now. There's no there's no use for anyone under center unless the Vikings are just going to hand over Kirk Cousins. I yeah. I understand the situation. You're, you're, you're saying that as if you have a choice. You don't have a choice outside of getting somebody else that is coming from outside off the streets that doesn't know the playbook. So you're saying you're speaking as if you have a choice. And you and know you don't. Saying, but I've been saying that too. It's I know you have. Worth, it's not worth going I know you to have. get Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan or whoever else. But to your point, you said have you feel like you've given him enough time. No, you haven't. And your fan base hasn't either. Because, because, this is why everybody was clamoring for Aaron, uh, another quarterback and they went so hard to get Aaron Rodgers, which... I think anybody that doesn't have a quarterback or even has a quarterback of Zach Wilson's caliber, you go and get an Aaron Rodgers. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, no period. Nobody argues with that, right? But this young man, you think about it from this perspective, and this is why I wanted to give him a chance from the beginning, is when you have a defensive-minded coach, which Robert Sala is, the offense normally at times lacks. You have to go out and get an offensive coordinator that game plans around this young man or any young quarterback or a quarterback in general, games plans around them and their strengths. I talk about this all the time with Justin Fields. These these coaches aren't doing to his strengths. Yeah, finally, finally, yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. So it's another defensive coach that is not playing to an offensive player's strength, and you're expecting him to go out there and be a world beater. That's impossible. So now, finally, Nathaniel Hackett, which I have judgment for him. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. I have judgment for him. But finally, he's game-planned around him. It seems like they unlocked part of the playbook, took the training wheels off. Agreed. But I also feel that a a big part of it was we'll go back to the person that's not playing who was supposed to be the quarterback of your team. He came to the team and said, everybody, shut the hell up, come together, and do what you got to do. This is We're supposed to be together. Stop going against each other and do what you got to do. This was a team effort, but you can see the team was completely behind him, even when – even when in the first half, it looked like the game was going to get away from the Jets. What happened? First quarter. First quarter, right? They turned the game around. Yes, he had a mistake late in the game with the fumble, and he did something that he didn't do last year, like you said. Oh, I don't care about the fumble. Oh, uh, they, Look, I know I know you don't. That's fine. Yeah. But he did something after the game, and he said, you know what? That was on me. Yeah. That was absolutely on me. And – that was big of him because of what we saw, what he was dragged through the media about, like by every media outlet, period. Including us, including yep. us. Yep. And this young man has literally fought tooth and nail to get an opportunity to go from there. Yes. Was his, his career with the Jets potentially on the line? Yes. Okay. Potentially. Right. But I don't think so because you and I agree that he's still going to be the quarterback. There's nowhere else. Robert Solomon is going to go down with him if it has to be because he's the best option. But I just want to give him so much respect because you have to think about it. It's a fan base of thousands of people. And you know this very, very well because you are a Jets fan that are just looking for a team that you can really root and give you guys a real chance to be a competitor. You're tired of losing to the Patriots, now the Bills, right? And and you're seeing everybody in the division, including the Dolphins, get better than you, right? Get better than you. And you're just like, give us us an opportunity because you guys have – Top a top two defense or top three defense in the league in your division. There's two of the best defenses, period, in NFL. In the NFL, right, with the Bills and the and your team, right. And this young man literally has been dragged through the mud. Hall of Famers talking about him. Everybody on media talking about him. You got Rodney Dumbass Harrison trying to get Chris Jones Dude, to talk thank about. Thank you for bringing that up, man. And, and well, thank I, you, Chris Jones, for being a man, man about it. I yeah. respect you so much for that. Um, Another notch in the Jones belt, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you for bringing uh, that up. Like, absolutely. I, I became a big fan of – I mean, I was a yeah. fan of him, but I became a – He had every reason. Yep, to every drag reason him. And he to did. drag he him through the mud. Yep. And he did. Listen, listen, you're making it sound like I'm like – out, out on Zach Wilson. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to amount to much. He's had, he was drafted the same time Mac Jones did. And you just said that time was up. So like, yes, you have been, you've been riding Zach Wilson and not Mac Jones from the start. So I will because give I you that. I'm not, is, I think Zach is way talented. Way more I, talented I do too. Than, I than totally Mac. do. I, yeah. I agree. And he's, he, and I know Chris Collinsworth said it a million times. Don't know how much of the game you watch with sound on. I know. I usually don't watch too much with the sound on. I don't need it. Wait, you don't wait, wait, wait. You don't watch the game with the sound on? Sometimes, not very loud. Sometimes I don't. Okay. I don't. You know, if there's a mo- if there's something like what the hell just happened, I need the play by play guy to. You know, yeah, but totally. I, I usually don't have it on way too loud. I just know that. He he played really well in a really big moment. Yeah. Some, a 
the biggest game of the week, right? Sunday Night Football. You could say what you want about it. Taylor Swift's there. All the all the the hoopla. Like again, we talked about it. It it is what it is. Yeah, it was a big. It's a big moment. It was. They were down a lot, and they they showed something. Yeah. Does does Zach need to hold on to the football there? Yes. Of course. Did he? But it, you know, it, it's hard. And I'm not this kind of guy. This was Sam the Jets fans years ago. Moral victories are good. This team needs to get better. Dartle needs reps. Wilson needs rep. Like that was me. Like it's fine. This team is, was supposed to do something this year, and they're clearly they can still they can salvage it. There's a they it's can very early. They can they can get stuff done. And this I think this was a really big moment. Now you're going to Denver, and an inconsistent you know inconsistent play there. And there's there's an opportunity there. And here's my hot take on Joe Namath. I was not around for Super Bowl three. I get the prestige of it. I get the lore of Broadway Joe. I, you know, he's owned it ever since. He is, he seems to be the same guy that he was when he was in the league. Again, don't really follow his career. He has like 50 more interceptions and touchdowns, and he doesn't have a winning record. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But in that, in that world, when he was, he was a Hall of Famer. So I don't really care what Joe Namath has to say about anything. That's fair, um, and I'm glad Zach Wilson doesn't either. That's fair. I mean, it, Zach, you know, Zach did, said Zach, all the right things. After, Zach was taking the high road. I'm sure he said more than enough behind closed doors, as I definitely would. And, yeah, uh, but of I, I also think it's pretty funny that this game kind of played out like the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you pay attention to how it played out, Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball, gave gave the Chiefs a chance to get back in the game. Yeah. Zach Wilson fumbled the ball, gave the Chiefs to get back in the game. They owned the clock for like seven minutes after that. They essentially ended on a cornerback hold on both of them. Sauce, Bradbury. There was a hold that the refs absolutely missed, which I, I still can't believe on that big, big-ass run. Yeah. The, you guys got screwed. But, the, I mean, the, well, Jets, the Jets did get some calls earlier in the game. That's yeah, I mean, it, 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 you don't want that. Salah waited till the end of the game to real. Like, I thought he was going to get ejected during the kneel downs. <laughs> I don't know how long you were watching the game for, but like, and I was, I was asleep by the. It was, it was game. rough. It was a rough night. The Jets chat, text chat was was on fire last night. Can I confess something? Confess. I turned down. I turned down a free ticket to Sunday's game because of what I thought was going to happen. Where it was the end of the first quarter, they were down seventeen to nothing, and it was a Sunday night in the Meadowlands. And I regret it. Thanks, Mark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I want to kick you so bad right now while you're in down. hindsight. I was, I was like, what, what the hell, you know? Right. But dude, think about it from where I'm coming from, though. The Jets, the way they've been playing up against the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Sam, we we do not share the same sentiment here. So you're trying, but we don't. Because if I got a free ticket to go to the Eagles, I don't care how bad they were. I went to the Eagles when they were playing, and they lost to – it was Andy Reid's last year, and the Eagles played like the worst. Yeah, they weren't. Great. I was there for that game when people were in the stands wearing brown paper bags on their head, calling for Andy Reid's head. Sam, if I get a free ticket to my favorite team – 
I had prior obligations and I did not make the arrangements to to do both. I was yeah. in Connecticut. I was in Hartford, Connecticut, a hundred yeah. miles from my house. I see what you're I see what you're doing right now, and I'm just gonna let you live. I'm not gonna beat you up anymore. Um do you, look, you wanna, go ahead. Look, I'm not I'm not the only Jets fan that would have done that. Sure. We all thought it was going to be a public execution. Sure. I'm Sam. very proud. I'm proud of the football team. They played really well. Do do whatever you got to do to make it feel better for yourself. Just just do that. Just wow. do it. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Just make yourself feel better and talk about the Cowboys. I know that make you feel better. Hey, Cowboys. Uh, real quick, giving uh, I give myself the L here for that because Brennan probably won't let me live that down. But mm-mm, mm-mm. to be fair, all my other Jet fan friends were offered the same uh, same thing, and they all and they all should take L's too. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's taking L's in the group chat. Listen, yeah. uh, real quick with the Cowboys, because we already talked about it. They just, they played really, they played well. Uh, they, you know, uh, had some takeaways and picks and forced fumbles. They scored a lot of points from that. Again, a very opportunistic defense. Uh, the guy who filled in from Trayvon Diggs played played really well. He had a 50-yard, 50 50-plus-yard 50 interception return, too. Was that Blanche? Um, Thank you. Bland, yeah, Deron Bland. Bland. Um, and again, held the Patriots scoreless after the opening drive, but they did settle for three of four field goals in the red zone. Can't do that. Uh, but the the defense, another game where the defense really carried this football team. Uh, but it was impressive. So that's that's my quick uh, love to the Cowboys here. I can't believe I'm giving love to the Cowboys consistently. Uh, but uh, I mean, it, it's it's the same theme. Uh, we we do the same thing over and over again that we talk about the Cowboys heavy at the beginning of the year. And I'm just curious to see what happens when we get closer to the playoffs. Like, I don't I don't care what the Cowboys and Eagles do. Obviously, I care about what the Eagles do because they're my favorite team. But I don't care what they do during a regular season, because I know especially with how both of their teams are built. Uh, and, and same with the Niners, with with the way these three teams are built in the NFC, these these teams pretty much to me are. are are shoe in for the playoffs, right? If the main characters can stay healthy, we've already seen one main character go down for the Cowboys, right? It affected the team. It's going to affect the team when we get deeper into the year, but they're still winning at this point, at this point in time. Again, I don't know who the Cowboys have really played yet. They haven't really played anybody. They play somebody on Sunday, right? This is an opportunity for the Cowboys to shut everybody up and be like, you know what? Everybody talks about us. You said we we lost to Arizona. We can't do anything. Uh, if our defense doesn't do anything, we can't do anything offensively, which Arizona kind of proved that. This game, they really didn't have to do anything because, again, their defense took off, which is a huge part because there's two sides of the ball. So the defense is a a monster. It's a juggernaut uh, of, a, of a side on a team. But I, I the real test for me, just for the Niners, is whoever comes out of this game is going to be like, okay, I believe what's coming out of this the same way that I felt about who's coming out of the bills dolphins game. Like I wanted to see who was coming out of that. It'd be like, okay, we're really going to see what, what you got here because putting up 70 on the Broncos, as you and I both know, uh, they're, they're the dog water of the NFL, right? By the way, uh, that chiefs jets game, this just came through um, 27 million viewers, uh, which is the most watched Sunday since super bowl. (laughs) Um, very, very, very interesting. Um, the last on our winners this week, 
I, I talked about this last week and I'm so it's so crazy to me because all we kept hearing uh, for the lead up to the NFL draft last year was Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. Right. And then the, the question is, should Bryce Young go first or CJ Stroud go first? Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Bryce, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. And the Panthers did what most people thought they were going to do, which is take Bryce Young, which I, I still feel that it was a great choice for them. And we can see what's going to happen when they actually build a team around this young man. Um, currently, that's not going well as constructed. But CJ Stroud, he's doing pretty damn well, Sam. Uh, he's, he's doing he's football. He's phenomenal at football. He was in an Ohio State, which pains me to say because I hate the Buckeyes. But he is doing his damn thing. C.J. Stroud currently has more passing yards, which is 1,212, than Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. He has more completions than Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts with 94. He has a higher passer rating than Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow with 100.6. He has more passing touchdowns than Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford with six. He has the most passing attempts without an interception of any quarterback this season, 151, and is on pace to shatter the rookie passing record by over 700 yards. Uh, He has forced himself into the current top 10 of quarterbacks in the league right now this year. I'm not talking about in the past couple of years. I'm talking about this year because that's all that matters. He is in the top 10 of quarterbacks right now with those statistics. And the Texans look good. Now, remember what I said a, a little while ago about having a defensive-minded quarter uh, coach that it normally doesn't pan out? Well, they got some good offensive coordinators over there. And uh, that defense is doing really well. And it's not a surprise with D'Amico Ryan, and that offense is doing extremely well. That connection between C.J. Stroud and Tank Bell is so crazy. Like, so, so, so crazy. Collins, too, man. Yep. And Stroud was the one pounding the table to draft Tank Bell. He, he was. So, and he was. So that, that worked out. And the the running games had its moments, too. Damian Pierce's mm. look good. That lines looked, looked good. And they've been in games. They've been winning games. They've, you know, he's definitely, Stroud's definitely showing you something he had 306 yards against the Steelers you know uh that's that's great uh and yeah you mentioned all those awesome stats he's like second uh most yards in the first four games by a rookie mm-hmm. only to cam it's a pretty good company he had an outstanding rookie year uh yeah sky's the limit for this kid kudos to to our buddy Dave Separson of Sports Illustrated he he uh he liked both guys but he was definitely uh, in the Stroud camp so uh, kudos there because uh, the Texans, you know, again, we talked about it last week. They won that game that quote unquote they should have lost, and the Bears ended up getting the first round pick. But unlike what the Panthers did, the Texans didn't have to trade, you yeah. know, a bunch yeah. of first round picks and DJ Moore to get their quarterback. And they got their quarterback and then they traded up to get another dog on, on defense, just a, a complete alpha. And Will Anderson Jr. and it's it's working out pretty well for this team. So it is another team uh, ahead of schedule, if you will. And uh, yeah, to your point about top ten, top twelve for Stroud, he's definitely there. Um, he's got the moxie and uh, to to play in this league for sure. I want to let you know I still don't forgive Dave 
for his uh, assessment of Devonte Smith and said he was going to get injured that season. Still, we'll never forgive him for that. Um, we we talked about uh, one of the teams that has an L this week in our mind, which is the Patriots. So we kind of already talked about it, and there's no need to really kind of rehash it. But I I guess my question for you, Sam, since they really – to your point, which was an extremely valid point, I want to highlight that a little bit more, is their drafting has been not so great. Uh, defensively, they've they've got some great picks. Offensively, in the past, they've got clearly some Hall of Famers, right, uh, that they've drafted. Um, but where, where did they go from here for the rest of the season? Does, does Mac continue to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season? Yeah, again, I don't think I, – I, I think it's – I heard clips or just headlines that Bill was pretty um, – was supportive of Mac Jones. I don't know who will be the quarterback next week. Mm-hmm. I didn't – again, I didn't have time nor really the interest to to dig into those stories. But, uh, you know, there, it'll probably be some kind of, you know, musical chairs between him and Zappy. They signed Will Greer, too. He's on the team. And, you know, who knows? I don't think the I think the answer who's going to be under center is in that quarterback room right now. Mm-hmm. They're not in a position to to do much, you know. Uh, so long term, I think if I don't know, you have the opportunity to get you know to upgrade this quarterback position. I think you have to take it, especially just where the league is now. You know, Bill Bill being a special teams guy, the special teams is always pretty tight yeah and when when it's not you know we come down on them but always a, spi- a tight unit there defense is always good but it's the bugaboo has been the offense and and you know without mcdaniels and without tom brady so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see but i i don't think the answer to quarterback is long term is with this team but oh no i agree i, you know, I, I, I think agree. you kind of just have to to ride it out i don't i don't know what what more you could do? I don't know. What do you think? I. I mean, you're. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I don't care what they do. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm very happy that the Patriots are kind of. They've been on. They were on top of the world for so many years. Literally, everybody knew, and everybody was so sick. Especially <laughs> you, as a Jets fan, was so sick of seeing them just win and knowing that they're going to be around every year. And it's just kind of just like. Now it's your your guys' turn to take take the back seat and watch what you've been doing to everybody in the league for so long. And I'm okay with them not winning. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with it. Uh I think Patriots fans' heads got uh very, very uh blown up during that time, which rightfully so they were winning. But now at this point in time, you have nothing to hang your hat on because there's nothing that you've done recently, right? So for me, I, if I'm speaking of what they do, I, they really need to sit there and and really map out what they want to do going forward because I don't I don't believe they have they never have the wide receivers, right? They never I don't they get wide receivers from other teams. It's kind of like uh like we're playing pickup ball and it's kind of like okay I know you're kind of good like I'll 
pick you up yeah, and we'll just Juju do that. Juju hasn't like, worked out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Monte Parker hasn't really worked out. Juju there. really hasn't really done. He hasn't really had elite seasons since he was with the Steelers and Antonio Brown was on the opposite yeah. side, right? Yes, he yeah. won a Super Bowl last year, but he wasn't the go-to guy. He did well in a Super Bowl. That's fine. Juju is just great at TikTok, and he's he's is a great football player because he's better than anybody that I know personally, right? But and in the grand scheme of things, Juju is just average. Uh, he's he's closer to Nelson Aguilar if I'm comparing him to somebody, right? Which is not great. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. What also is not great, Sam, is how your boy has been playing. I've been super vocal to you about him, and it's pissing me off because I have him as a fantasy quarterback, and you told me not to drop him. So I didn't drop him yet, but he's getting very, very close to being dropped because uh, I don't know what's going on with him. So I dropped my backup tight end to pick up CJ Stroud so I could have CJ and Dak is basically my I rotation. Think you could drop. I, see, I was when you said I thought you said something to me that was like Stroud isn't available anymore. Oh, no, he's available. And I yeah, just so I would have dropped, tried to pick I up dropped Dak before I dropped Burrow. Oh, no, I'm not dropping Dak. That's not happening. It's not yeah. happening. Because okay. Dak puts up points in, in PPR leagues. It's not happening. Dak always tends to have crazy games, and he puts up 20-point games, and he just puts up numbers. And I I hate it because he does it, but I'm not dropping Dak. I'm very close to considering dropping Joe Burrow because of what is going on. Joe is not himself right now. <clears throat> I think Joe Burrow, uh, look, you're losing with him. And I, he's clearly not healthy. And on a short no. week, too, they played the Rams on Monday night. And yeah. now they, you know, they played a tough defense with the Titans. He's not, he's not healthy. No. Everyone's frustrated. I, you know, like T. Higgins has been held to like under 25 yards like three times this year already. They've Demar's scored only three points in two. They've scored three points mm. in two games already this year. Like in yeah. two super games, three, only three points. 49 points in four games. Uh, yeah. He's got, out of 150 attempts, he has the fewest yards per attempt all time. 4.8 yards out of minimum 150 attempts. He's this isn't Joe Burrow. We both know this. Yeah. He's not healthy. Other things may be wrong. He historically, ha- I'm not. I guess I'm not really defending him. What I'm saying is, if you, this is the guy that you just inked to a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I can understand he gets help. Hurt in training camp, <clears throat> you do your best to get him up to speed. You're not winning with him. Their buys in a couple weeks. I think you just gotta just get him healthy. And yeah, you're one in three this year's probably probably gone. You could play spoiler to some teams in your division. <clears throat> Anything could happen. It's the NFL. I mean, look at the run the Lions went on at the end of last year after yeah. everyone was kind of like left them for dead, even though. Mm-hmm. You know, we believed that they were going to be a good team. They just it turned on. It could ha- anything could happen in this league. I think you're losing with Joe Burrow. Might as well just hang it up for a little bit and let him get healthy. Well, I mean, now, what else are you gonna his, do? His wide receiver only said, "Don't come back until you're healthy." Like we'll be fine without you. Like and Nate and I really, I said it. I think I said it last week, and I'm gonna say it again. Is and in hindsight, Jamar Chase was absolutely right. Obviously, Joe doesn't want to sit there because statistically, if you start off 0-3, it's not good. It's not good for you for the, the total outcome later on in the year. But 
most teams that start off 0 and 3 aren't built like the Bengals. <laughs> so that there's a there's a huge difference there. You don't have one of the top wide receiving cores. They have one of the best wide receiving core, if not the best uh, tandem. Uh, period. Right, and it's it's just upsetting to see what's happening because it's clearly not him. It's clearly not who it is. I mean. Shit, if we're gonna be fair about it, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes really hasn't been himself either. That 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 chief offense has been like they should have put numbers up, but I mean the Jets defense is really good too. We but, didn't we didn't talk about this with the Chiefs. So we're gonna talk about the Jets, man. He sailed some balls. Oh, he was throwing. Like, I don't see the defenders. Yeah, it's like I get the whole like you know just flick of the wrist and he can throw it so far, but it just seemed like. Clearly, the touch there wasn't enough there, but it was. I don't know why. I you know I don't know enough about. Uh, I feel like it's a swift going fatigue. on with him. Swifty fatigue. I'm, I, I feel know, like he, it is. He, he rolled his ankle. I don't know if it has something to do with that. He wasn't really planning his. I watched this man win a Super Bowl after damn near mm-hmm. having his ankle break off his body. I don't want to hear that shit at all. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. He's fine. He's fine. I is think it, with everything Patrick Mahomes has been around in his career i don't mm-hmm. i can't i don't really think taylor like i the taylor swift thing is a fun story for people that don't aren't in the football and like taylor swift and it certainly gets clicks you know a ton of clicks real I mean, on the nfl yeah nfl changed their banner to have her on it and it's ridiculous I, I got home before after the game started my wife was sitting there watching it and she she she's never done that has she she, yeah no no not without you know she's watching a jets game and i'm not even in the state (laughs) you know so it was like so there's there's something to be said there and and she jokes about the whole thing like she's been mispronouncing travis kelsey's name for two weeks it's you know she's being funny about it and the swifties quote unquote are having fun with it i don't think it's i don't I'm not going to chalk it up to it's really bothering Patrick Mahomes. I think it, I don't think it's just I'm not saying just him individually. I'm thinking it's bothering the whole team. There's so much coverage on them right now, more than they've gotten through the yeah, regular. What are they yeah, talking they about? Went. They're talking about Travis and they're talking about Taylor Swift. They're not yeah, talking about but it's, everything. Has been a distraction but based Chris on Jones. that? Everything's been a distraction based on that. I do feel that it's. I don't think it's to the point that they they can't play. They're like, oh my god, I. This is all going on. I, I don't know how to throw a football anymore. I don't I don't think that, but I do think it's playing a factor into how crisp this team looks because everything is about them nonstop, consistently question about this stuff. That that shit is probably mentally draining talking about that nonstop and having to hear about it nonstop, right? Because what did we what did we say last year? Last year we talked about this team and they essentially went for a team that's won a Super Bowl, has a MVP and potential Hall of Famer, they basically went on the radar for like most of the season last year. Nobody yeah. was talking about them, right? Where on the flip side of this, right, they won a Super Bowl, and now everybody's talking about them because of Taylor Swift, right? I'm over it. You're over it. Whatever. But, yeah, I, but they're I, not I don't. the Raiders. They're not like a. They're not like a team that just kind of like is popular and exists, but they're not very good. I mean, they're the defending Sam, champions. I don't give a shit who they yeah. are. If they you have, have one of the biggest players at their in positions in football. I don't give a shit who they are. If you're talking about somebody consistently and you're not talking about something, the, the main thing here, which the main thing is football, and you're talking about something completely different, it's a distraction. 
no matter what. We talk about distractions and any other things, but you're talking yeah. about Taylor mm. Swift, as you mentioned to me last week, and you made a point to say to me that Taylor Swift is one of the biggest stars in the world, and her her reach goes so far. This girl has a movie coming out about her goddamn tour. You're going to tell me that all the rights are in there. The NFL changed their banner about them. Like, this is what yeah, I'm saying. No, I, get, all look, about I get it. I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a distraction, but it's not like... I don't know. I, I feel like the mental Patrick Mahomes' mental makeup is. is yes. Different. Yes. I don't, maybe but it's getting to everybody a little bit. I don't know. I feel yeah. like if I was Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, having a second kid and your wife's trying to be buddy buddy with Taylor Swift would be a, a big problem, too. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. He's, he doesn't have the talent around him he used to. He's thrown a pick in every game this year. He sometimes has these games where he's just like wheeling and dealing, throwing the ball all over the place again, picked off. It happens to him more than I think we think about because we have mm-hmm. revisionist history with him because he's so damn talented and the team is so good. I is it? Yeah, it's probably distracting, but I don't think it's probably like, <laughs> Sam. It's I, distracting. I don't care who you have and who how much your mental makeup is if something like that is happening is is Taylor Swift a bigger star than Patrick Mahomes oh yeah totally okay so she brings so many she brought so many people with it like you've said it yourself she changes economies like Patrick Mahomes doesn't do that right I'm telling you right now it's a distraction because all of the security all of the things and places that they would go that they didn't have all this crazy security all this stuff I'm telling you right now it's playing a part in it to what capacity? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say to you, Sam, my brother, that it's it's a huge detriment to what they're doing. But to sit here, and I'm not saying you're not saying this, but to sit here and say that this is not affecting this team, it is. It All is. right. My official stance is it probably is affecting the team, but I think there's also other factors. Yeah, agreed. I agree. Do not involve pop culture that are affecting this team like i agree who like you have mvs Kadarius, tony sky Moore, and richie james as your wide receivers you have a line that is throwing up a ton of penalties and is not and lost their left tackle and is not very good you you don't have eric Bieniemy, and that's a big part probably dealing with an ankle injury too patrick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from what it seems like I'm not going to give yes, him. It's gonna, a perfect storm of crazy. Taylor Swift, yes, will disrupt any anything. I'm so, not giving him a pass I'm on wide receivers. I'm not giving him a pass on wide receivers because he had terrible wide receivers last year and still won a fucking Super Bowl. So I'm not doing that. But all the other things you said, yes, I agree with. But not the wide receiver thing because he still did what he had to do. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing about this is we were talking about Joe Burrow and somehow we went to the Chiefs. So here we, here we are. Um, anyway, uh, Steelers. Yeah, I. What in the hell is going on there? Uh, Matt Canada. It, 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 well, that's that's all I keep hearing is Matt Canada, and I swear I've heard this man's name more than I've been on the table about Matt Canada for years now on this podcast, and I'll continue to do it. And now I, I don't know. I I'm not so high on the. The only thing I'm high about on the Steelers is their defense mm-hmm. and Mike Tomlin. Everyone wants to praise this offense. Deontay Johnson's hurt. That stinks. He gets a lot of targets. He doesn't do a lot with a lot of targets. Yeah. But he continues to like lead the league on targets. George Pickens is is breaking out a bit. Najee Harris can't 
despite running for yeah a good average last week he can't do he's not he's not doing anything he's yeah. not the guy he should be it was drafted to be and uh this offense is just broken and i'm not a kenny pickett guy to begin with but i i think this team has an identity crisis on offense um uh you think uh because yeah, he wasn't been. great when he had big ben there uh so you're not three total the- yards in the first half yeah, didn't run a single play in Houston's territory in the first half. Yeah, they need they need to do something. And what I'm hearing in reports is that they're essentially like almost stuck with Matt Canada. And and at this point, I would definitely just be like, you know what, whatever. We just need to go. I I I feel like it, I don't, actually I'm not gonna do this to him because he he deserved his spot because he's done something obviously to get to this point. But um, I just it might be a combination of him and. And the players that are there offensively, um, the Steelers offense hasn't had an identity for a while. I mean, Big Ben has been their quarterback and without him, it, it's finding that identity offense. They're always going to have that defense. We know we know that it's it's now that rebuild and trying to find the next best guy. And I think. Kenny Pickett can be it. Um, the thing is, we won't really know until he has. A, the protection or an offensive mind that game plans to allow him to be free, to do freely what he needs to do, right? But he also makes a lot of dumb mistakes, too. So I don't know what they really need to do there, Sam. I, I'm I'm at a loss. I'm probably I'm probably speaking for Mike Tomlin here. Like I some things just need to change. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't I'm sure he has an idea of what absolutely needs to change, but it's not it's hard. To, it's hard to do it on. Yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. to do it on the fly. Uh, it's it's especially with a really tough division going into this. No one saw the Bengals really falling off a cliff like this. Again, I think a lot of it's due to injury, but that's not the only reason. Clearly, no. uh, but the Ravens. I feel like a team that we're not even talking about enough. Uh, they're not even like clicking, clicking. They've you brought it up last week. A lot of injuries. As normal, they steamrolled the the Browns even without Deshaun Watson, um, but still steamrolled them. And uh, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough division. It's tough to do it on the fly. And you know, there's uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered. Give Jalen Warren the ball, though. Come on, we'll we'll see if that that actually happens, Sam. Um, let's get right into uh, power rankings from here. I, I it's definitely changed from last week. Uh, Sam said he has questions already at the top, so I'll just jump right into it. Uh, at number five, I have the Chiefs. Uh, even though it, it was a decision between the Chiefs and the Cowboys, and the only reason I gave the Chiefs the edge is the defense that they played. The, they played the Detroit Lions where they lost and they played your Jets defense, which is one of the top defenses in the league, and they were able to win. I don't care who the quarterback was. Mahomes still has to go against that defense, and we just talked about how non-great he looked against that, but yet they're still able to pull it out. Uh, they're doing this, as you mentioned just a second ago, too, without the enemy. They're, they're really relearning and learning essentially a new offense uh, under Nagy, <laughs> which – we both have. That's it. That's the reason. Matt yeah, Nagy. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, but there's there's things going on there, and I eh, we'll see with that. But I to say again to say that the Cowboys aren't there. I it was 
very interchangeable with me. And on my first iteration of this, the Cowboys were five for me. Um, but I, 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 I might make it audible right now, Sam. Hey, oh, Cowboys I'm are five. Cowboys are five. Chiefs are okay. Chiefs are out. Cowboys are five. Chiefs are out. Cowboys five. Cowboys, um, who you didn't rank last week either. I, I didn't, but you know where I had them ranked. Um, five. I, I still yeah. still don't believe they. That's why I had the Chiefs ahead of them, which is what I just mentioned of kind of the team, the two teams that they play that are that have great defenses and one specifically now that will be uh, a playoff contender, which is uh, the Lions and what they're doing. Uh, they ran into a bus on them uh, on the first game of the year and still almost won without having Kelsey. So uh, that was that. But the Cowboys are, as I mentioned before, this game on Sunday is going to, to prove a lot to me of who the Cowboys are this early in the season. Um, and, and I'm curious to see how that goes. At four is the Dolphins. Uh, they were ranked one last week. They dropped down. They played the Bills. The Bills punched them, kicked their teeth in, and said, okay, chill out. Chill out. You're still in our division, and you still got to play us. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're they're not going to be putting up numbers against other teams because not everybody has a defense uh, like the Bills, and not everybody has a quarterback like the Bills. Um, at three are the Bills, and for those exact reasons that I just said, uh, they look like they are starting to get into that form that we believe them to be. Uh, I'm always going to have a a, a, a little drawback. Because, like I said, Josh Allen can play you in a game and play you out, and he does that too often for my liking, and I'm sure for Bills fans the same. Uh, but if he can stay, if he can play like he just played yesterday, uh, or excuse me, on Sunday, <laughs> man, the AFC is going to be very, very interesting with some of these teams that are starting to get it together. Um, at two, my boys are at two. They jumped up one because they are 4-0, and they are, along with the number one team, uh, the Niners, the only 4-0 teams. As I said, I have not liked the way that they've won any of these games. That game yesterday was the most stressful game I've watched outside of the Super Bowl, and uh, for obvious reasons. But I... I like the fact that they're winning close games, because like I said, it... it builds integrity it, it it builds uh it gives battle scars that allow the team to to come back at the end of the year and when games get tough like we've done this before we we saw what the vikings did right and they they were able to pull out some very very close games i obviously we know who their quarterback is and and we know why things don't go their way sometimes but that's why i have the eagles at two and the niners at one is because as i said earlier they're hitting on all cylinders at this point in time. They look like they're unstoppable. But again, they're playing the Cowboys on Sunday. And I, I feel whoever whoever wins, if the Niners win, they're staying at one. If the Niners lose, they're definitely dropping down uh, a few spots. And the Cowboys are definitely moving up a few spots. So that is my uh, ranking before Monday Night Football on week four. Your thoughts? Wait. Well, my initial thing was where are the Cowboys mm -hmm. and the Eagles moved up despite almost losing the game and then losing, winning in overtime against the Commanders mm -hmm. were my 
what I was going to come to battle with, but I, I understand. I understand the record and the fact that the talent is all there and they're winning games. So it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I, I agree with you. I think they'll be there and there won't be any worries once, you know, as the season goes along, but it was just interesting that they, they jumped up despite not playing great. And the, the reason, the reason why they jumped up is because obviously I know my team inside and out, as you know, a lot of people that are listening, don't really know how well I know my, my favorite team inside and out. Uh, the team that has given Jalen hurts the most fits. And since he's become a starter for the Eagles has been the commanders. It's been no other team, but the commanders. Um, and I think I sent it to you earlier. Uh, about Jalen Hurts and what was it? I didn't send it to you. Oh, yeah, I did. So Jalen Hurts facing double-digit deficits. So there's five teams here. Out of the five teams, the three teams that he's had to come back in double-digit deficits, it's the same team. It's the Commanders. So on Sunday, he was down by 10, 1. In 2021, down by 10, 1. And twenty twenty and and also in twenty twenty one same year down by ten and one so the commanders have the Eagles number they they know when they play the Eagles they play the Eagles tight and it's a division rival so they know them very very well and that's the team that he seems to have the most struggles against and yet he's able to prevail so just knowing the history adds to my thought process on that so just to give a little insight on that's that fine. again I I get the long term look at it and honestly it's it's a hard conversation to have because you can make a case that these five teams and and the Chiefs should all you know be there and you can make a case that aside i you know aside from the 49ers you could put anyone second i wouldn't argue um just based on four weeks of the season and that's and and that's the hard thing to do it's been four freaking weeks of the season it sure has you know to count anyone out uh, is, is a it's a tough task here, but I get it. Um, well, I said week six will probably probably even it out. Start cementing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of you know picks too. Uh, obviously, we're not going to talk about Monday Night Football because it hasn't happened yet. But last week, our Instagram listeners went twelve and three. I went twelve and three. Brandon went eleven and four. And you you teased it at the top. Uh, to date, I have a one game lead on you, and caught up some ground over the last. Two weeks, so I'm 42 and 30, 41 and 31 for Brandon and and the the Instagram peeps have 38 wins. Uh, there's a couple ties in there that, so I'm I'll just count wins at this point there. So uh, cool to see that, and uh, you know we'll see. We both have the Seahawks going tonight. Kind of a moot point because by the time you hear this, we'll know what the score of the game is. Uh, but with that, let's just uh, go into week five picks uh, oh. on by teams on by Browns, Chargers, Seahawks and the Buccaneers. Yes, they are. Thursday yeah. night football. Um, Bears at commanders. We both have commanders Sunday, uh, the London game. So early rising, uh, just in case you guys missed it last week. Uh, is, lineups. Yes. The Jags again um, is the Jags at Bills. So, Sam, you have the Bills. I have the Jags. Why do you have the Bills? I almost have the Jags just because they are very well 
acclimated to London. They're still there. They didn't, you know, they were just, they just played there. They're staying there. I think that's an advantage. But this Jaguar team has not kind of, they have all the pieces. Mm-hmm. They have very good pieces. They have the coaching. I, they're just not where they need to be. And I, I think this Bills team is too talented. So despite that, I'm, I'm going to pick the Bills. But I had the Jags originally. The only reason I'm picking the Jags is for the point that you just mentioned is that they've that they're stayed. There. They're going to be there a whole week. They're yeah. acclimated. They just played there. They don't have to travel there. I mean, they're traveling within London, but that's it. And they don't. And have they to go, they go there every year, at least they, once. Pretty much. Yep. So they're they're used to this, and and the Bills just played a huge game, and they also just lost one of their better corners. So uh, that is a key part to my thought process. Uh, Titans at Colts. We both have the Colts. Uh, Texans at Falcons. We both have Texans. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Both Lions. Page, uh, Saints at Patriots. Saints for both. Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Ravens. Bengals at Cards. Sam has the Bengals. I have the Cards. I have the Cards because the way they've been playing teams is tight and tough. They played. It looked like the Niners going to run around, way, uh, run away with the game on Sunday. But the card said, uh, hold on a second. You're you're doing your thing, but we're still going to be in this. Uh, and we saw what they did to the Cowboys. Uh, that is why I'm giving them a, a chance in this one. And also because, as we mentioned before, I don't know what product is being put out in the field for the Bengals. So that part has me scared. I originally had the Cardinals here, too. They've played teams, uh, despite the... the- scores they've played teams mm-hmm. well they just can't finish um and who knows what Bengals team we're going to see but i it's one of these like the talents there it just this team shouldn't should be playing better i'm just gonna go with the talent at this point even though it, i'm not totally convinced <laughs> that is that is fair uh eagles at rams we both have the eagles but i will say this i feel like the rams are gonna win this game because Cooper Cup may be coming back. And I just watched what Sam Howell just did. And Stafford has been playing uh, very out of his mind recently. Uh, uh, was it uh, Puka? Puka? Puka Nakua. Yep. He's been balling out. And to have to worry about him and Cooper Cup. And then also, what's the other young man? Atwell? Tutu Atwell? Yep. And Van Jefferson? Yeah. Tyler I'm, I'm concerned. I'm super concerned, especially watching what I just watched. So uh, I hope Sean Desai has a better game plan, but I'm still going to go with the Eagles like by a field goal. Um, Jets at Broncos. This is very interesting that you chose this. Uh, Sam chose the Broncos, and I chose the Jets. I don't know why. I, <laughs> I, I don't like this Broncos team at all, but at least they can move the football consistently, okay. and okay. I don't feel like... Aside from last night, I've seen this Jets offense in the last few years be able mm-hmm. to move the ball, even to the rate that put up points the way that at least the Broncos have been doing this year, mm-hmm. just with all of the noise and junk around them. And it's been warranted, right? I don't love this team. I like the talent on the Bronco team, though. To, um, to be fair, Russell Wilson is not the problem. He's been playing better under Sean Payton. It's been the defense. It's not Russell. Russell's looked really good this year, actually. So 
I, I can see why you did that, but I, I'm he's going against the Jets defense. And uh, I think they have they found new life in them. And this would be a good so. game for uh, Zach to really get his feet under him. Like that first game, this this game pass game on Sunday, I think it allowed him to to feel like and, and be free. He looked like he looked at BYU, just letting the ball go and not really thinking about it too much. And I think he's going to be able to do that against that shaky Broncos defense. Um, Chiefs at Vikings. We both have the Chiefs. Uh, I do think that's going to be a close game, though. Um, Sunday night football. I also think this is going to be a really close game, but uh, we both have the Niners on this one. And then Monday night football, we have the Raiders at obviously pack at Raiders. We both have the pack, but Sam, I got to be honest with you. The way that the Raiders played without Jimmy G on Sunday looked looked good, but I just don't know if Devontae Adams is going to be healthy because he kind of limped yeah. off the end. And that's the if he's not healthy, there is no way I would touch that at all. Period. That's yeah. That. The Packers, uh, Jordan Love, you know the the uh, bubble burst a little bit last week, but mm-hmm. I, you know. Stats were kind of there. Some players had a, a good game. You need to get the ball to Aaron Jones, man. Not just for my fantasy teams, but just in general. He's really good. Fair. Uh, Fair. So, but yeah, I think this Packers team is just really talented. Agreed. Um, young and um, just, yeah, Devontae's huge. If Devontae Adams isn't playing and who knows about Jimmy G, then yeah, there's huge question marks. Agreed. Um something that's no longer a question mark. We now finally know where Dame Lillard is going. My boy, Dame Dollar, a guy that I've been following since Weber state, which people didn't know who he was. So shout out to Harrison and Dame. Cause I know we are the three that have been riding out with Dame since college, uh, knowing who this young man was. Um, and I know you're a fan of him as well now, but I know you just weren't there from the beginning. You just didn't know. Uh, you don't follow Sam. To be fair, Sam doesn't follow basketball. Like I do. He I follows, yeah, he follows, I, I, I've loved Dame would since you, would you shut the hell up? State. Would you shut the hell up? Sam follows baseball. He's my baseball guy, and I'm his basketball guy. See? Let me finish saying what I'm saying, goddammit, because I'm going to give you props. Sam is but the baseball act, guy. He tells me about all the baseball like I don't players. know anything about, anything about basketball. That's not true. I, I didn't say you didn't know anything about basketball. I said I've been following him since Weber State. You've been following him since Weber State? I watched that draft and I've liked it. <laughs> That's my points. Anyway, like I was saying, Sam, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I watched that draft and I liked him. Yeah, since. whatever. Like, who is this dude? Whatever. Where the hell's Weaver State? I just, I just said to you that you are a fan of him and have been a fan. Know. You know what? Know. Whatever. Whatever, Sam. You can get me going. Uh, Portland trades him. Not Finally. to the Miami Heat. Which Shocker. Is, Portland essentially said uh, when they couldn't figure it out, uh, Dame was open, which I don't know if you knew or not. Dame was open going back to the Trailblazers, and the GM said uh, nah. it's too far gone. It's not going to happen. So he, they weren't going to even let Dame come back. So they traded him not to where he wanted to go after all this loyalty. So it proves, again, in the business of sports, being loyal doesn't really get you to where you want to get or do. They're just going to send you to where they want to and get what they need to get because they have the ability to future. But whatever. Uh, Portland receives uh, DeAndre Ayton, Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, uh, 2024 Golden State Warriors, uh, first uh, top four protected, uh, 2028 Milwaukee pick swap, uh, 2029 Milwaukee unprotected uh, first, and 2029 Boston unprotected first, and 
2030 Milwaukee pick swap. Uh, Phoenix, which is a part of this trade, they get Nurkic. Uh, they get Grayson Allen, a punk ass, uh, Nasir Little, and uh, Keon Johnson. Uh, in Boston, Grayson Allen references in one podcast. Yeah, it's wild. It's I, don't, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> and in Portland, I mean, as we know, the the Bucks get Dame. Uh, so in in this trade, uh, they also got rid of Drew Holiday. They shipped him out. They actually told Giannis. They didn't tell Giannis about the trade because Giannis wanted to keep Drew there. He loves Drew. They didn't tell him about it because they didn't want him to be a part of the decision to have to put him in a compromising position, which I love that the Bucks did that. I, that's much respect, and I think that needs to be talked about more is they didn't want to have to have him pick and put that because Drew was his guy. But I called for it. My buddy George can vouch for it. I'll send you a screenshot. But I flat out said if the Celtics – I might even said it on here. I don't remember. I say a lot of shit. But – I find out said that the Boston Celtics needed to get Drew Holiday because there's no doubt in my mind that this is who they needed. This is a huge upgrade from Marcus Smart. Yes, they lost Robert Williams, which is a big body that they needed. Yes, he doesn't he hasn't pan out to the potential that he could have been. And Andrew they're not getting smart. Yeah. But that his body, his his height, that's what they needed for the Celtics to go against the Bucks and go against Giannis and then going against the Sixers and Embiid. But they got Dame. The Celtics get Drew. They get their guy. Um, Sam has a question here, and I have some answers. Uh, he asked if the Bucks are the team to beat. And I don't know how you're going to stop Dame. You can't stop Dame alone, and you can't stop Giannis. So, yes, if they have that cohesion, I definitely think they can do that. But I think the move that the Celtics made, Sam, is a huge I was impact. just going to say that I love Huge this impact. for the the um, for Celtic. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. This is great. I mean, Dame is is a lethal like shooter, and especially in big moments, yeah. Like he's ha- how many like viral clips of like game winning shots has he had? Like he's just clutch. I love it. Doesn't play defense. Dame time. Just Dame. Drew Holiday is he drew holiday is really good and i think he's exactly what this celtics team needs he is. i don't know who's going to play the five or when they go a little bigger how that's all going to work yeah porzingis there and you know that that Old needs to Al, figure yeah. itself out yeah mm-hmm. that needs to figure itself out a little bit but i think drew holiday on the celtics is awesome and you know certainly dame paired up with Giannis. To just huge like presence on the court in the game in general. I think this is I you know this is a win for both of these teams, and you know for Portland to get like DeAndre Ayton out of the deal too, and and everything else that they got. Um, we're including the trade with the Celtics here. So you mentioned Williams and Brogdon, but all these picks and you know it's a, it's a pretty good haul. Definitely more than you were going to get in Miami. Yeah. So to more, the loyalty thing, it's it's always like you would have got more in Miami, you think? Well, haven't is that what you said? No, What'd I'm say? saying I'm saying okay. they got way more than what they would have gotten. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry, I miss I misheard mm-hmm. you. Uh, you know, the loyalty thing's interesting. I know we're we're running a little late, and I'm you know we could definitely we've talked about it. We'll talk about it more, I'm sure. But like, you know, I don't know. You get paid fifty million dollars. You're playing a game. You're loyal to the team that drafts you and signs you to a lot of money. 
I get both sides of it, but like, it's not like they shipped them to Charlotte. You know, he's he's on a team that could has won recently and can win again. So it's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be fun Eastern Conference. Well, we'll get into more of the NBA soon as the season is is steadily approaching. <laughs> it's going to be here. It starts this month, which I'm very very happy about. It's crazy that we're already here, but um, we'll, we'll definitely talk more about that and and James Harden wanting to be trade and and not showing up to media day because he's just trying to get out of the Sixers and it doesn't look like it's happening. Um, that that's just a very interesting dynamic, but we'll we'll talk about that more since this is right here uh sam the mlb playoffs are here just give us a quick rundown of what we can look forward to yeah so the the playoffs start this week wild card round uh so three wild card teams and two teams get buys so in the al the orioles or the one seed the astros two they get buys the six seeded blue jays are playing the twins whoever wins that goes to the alds and plays the astros we both like the Blue Jays here. Again, it's a playoff, so anything can happen. It's a best of three, so you know, uh, you know, anything definitely anything can happen here. Yeah. Rangers, the five seed against the Rays at the four seed. Rays always dangerous in the playoffs, uh, and definitely have better pitching than the Rangers. But this Rangers offense is is lethal. Whoever wins this game is going to play the Orioles, which I cannot believe we're saying. In 2023, <laughs> but ahead of schedule there and well deserved. You, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know we've been talking up both the Rangers and the Orioles all year. Uh, so you have the Rays, I have the Rangers. I'm assuming it's just because you're very familiar with this Rays team, and they're as I just mentioned, dangerous in the playoffs. Um, on the on the NL side, right? Number one Braves, number two Dodgers have buys. Six seed Diamondbacks play the Brewers, who who squeaked in in the last weekend of the season. That winner plays the Dodgers. Uh, we both got the Brew crew there, but I've been talking up this Diamondbacks team. I, I really like this team. Brewers have better pitching. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's the X factor for me. Five-seed Marlins against the Phillies. The four-seed, that winner plays the Braves. Good luck. Uh, both have the Phillies here. Um and again, that both these lineups are, you know, this Phillies lineup is dangerous. This Marlins team snuck in. They're feisty. Again, the winner plays the Braves. Good luck. We both have the fills there. We'll, we'll talk more about the playoffs as we, we go along. But just wanted to set the table because a lot happened over the last three or four games of the season. That's for sure. And before we, we get out of here, this we, we'd be crazy not to mention the, the craziest college game uh, of last week, which was Colorado uh, facing USC. Uh, Caleb, who is running away with a Heisman at this point in time, yeah. he had six touchdowns uh, on uh, 403 passing yards, and that was at the first. That was that in the first half. Uh, then he had he went 17 for 20 and 260 uh, with for four touchdowns in general. After that, or that was just in total. Um, yeah, that was. The first line is is wrong. Oh, so that's a total six touchdowns, four oh three. My bad. Gotcha. He went two sixty and four touchdowns in the first half. Gotcha. Only okay. missed three gotcha. passes. I think he got like fifteen in a row or something. He was automatic. The, he he the, has been automatic, and he hasn't even thrown yeah. an interception at all this year. Not at all. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. He had this play real quick. I know you say you're gonna watch the game where 
like the the line breaks he hikes it the line breaks to the right there's a hole on the left and he could have just easily run this thing mm-hmm. for slide close to the first down marker it was it seemed like it was first and long might have been first and 10 but he threw his whole body going one way through this pass to one of the receivers on USC it was beautiful dude like like this is what the the comps to Patrick Mahomes are overrated for a lot of players right oh he's the he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes this kid we've been saying it for a while he's very talented not a lot of players can make that throw. You just have to you have to watch it. It was it was nasty. It was he's, he's the he's first talented dude. He's the first Caleb Williams and the only Caleb Williams. So yeah, that's, I, yeah. I give Preach. him respect for that. And then and Shador, I know what his dad's trying to do. He's not staying in school for Shador. I, I get it. I mean, no, no, uh, Caleb. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely not staying in school. Um, and Shador went thirty for thirty uh, for forty five. 371 yards, four TDs, and one INT. Uh, and this is, they were down, and they were able to come all the way back and just lose by eight. Uh, the way that uh, way that Shador has been playing all year has been nuts. Uh, and, and if you don't realize, again, a lot of people didn't know that he was training with Tom Brady. If you don't see his training paying off and you don't see what he's doing, like he does not care. He has ice in his veins. He's going to do what he has to do. So I pray he stays next year. I'm I'm 100%. I, I've got to find out if there's a bet for it, but I believe Shador is staying and he's going to come back next year and he's going to win the Heisman next year. I got to put a bet on both Ooh, of them because I, I, believe, I believe both of that. Um, Clip it. Before we get out of here, Sam, is there anything you're looking forward to uh, for the rest of the week? Uh, yeah, playoff baseball. Love it. Uh, you know, uh, WNBA, the our Liberty are in the finals there against they the uh, the Vegas Aces. So, uh, shout out to MVP Brianna Stewart, uh, Sabrina, and everybody else there. Definitely will be watching that. But yeah, man, just it's it's fall. It's um, it's, you know, it's it's a good time of year. College football rank r- ramping up, and just mentioned everything else. Basketball right around the corner. Even mm-hmm. uh, getting excited about the Rangers here. So it's a it's a great time of year. What about you? Uh, definitely the Liberty. Uh, can't wait to watch that. I actually found tickets that were like $125, so I might go to the game. Who knows? Ooh. Um, I'm glad they're actually a team for New York that's actually doing something for us because uh, all <laughs> yeah, the right. other New York teams can't do anything. Um, that some more college football. I haven't been able to really sit down and watch a Penn State game live at all this year. So I'm going to actually do that this weekend. And uh, I will definitely be watching the Eagles Rams game and be stressed the hell out throughout that whole time. Uh, so definitely going to do some fall activities too, because I got to get outside and go to get some cider donuts and all that jazz. Um, but Sam, we us out of here, man. We've done Pick a lot apples, here. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it was a marathon podcast it we was, didn't it was. for this one, but hey, that's why you listen. That's why we do it. So thank you so much for doing it. Episode 110 in the books. For Brandon, I'm Sam. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends. Uh, Till next time, peace. Before we get out of here, you know, I have this little part. Just want to say this. Zach Wilson is the only quarterback to ever have fewer INTs and more completions, passing yards, and touchdown passes in a game against Mahomes in college or the NFL. You let that blow your mind.